Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We can all agree it's a good thing to grow, but change itself isn't always good. Today, Pastor J.D. reminds us that the last days of this world will be marked by a new world order. If you pay attention to any politics, you can see us not inching, but speeding towards this. You don't want to be found asleep when Jesus comes back. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on April 10th, 2022. See, right now you can invest in cryptocurrency and it is not centralized by one controlling entity. There's no banks. You are in complete control. But what they're going to do is they're going to create this blockchain technology and it will be a central bank, CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. It is no longer decentralized, now it is centralized and controlled. So she says this new accounting is what we call blockchain. It means digital. It means having an almost perfect record of every single transaction (laughs) that happens in the economy, which will give us far greater clarity over what's going on. It also raises huge dangers in terms of the balance of power between states and citizens. I guess, to her credit, she acknowledges the concerns here. She says, quote, in my opinion, we're going to need a digital constitution of human rights if we're going to have digital money, but also this new money will be sovereign in nature. Most people think that digital money is crypto and private, but what I see are superpowers introducing digital currency. The Chinese were the first. The U.S. is on the brink, I think, of moving in the same direction. Well, this comes on the heels of what Biden announced three weeks ago about a centralized government digital currency. It's all, yeah, might as well, this is as good of a time as any. Please, I I hope you know that behind the scenes, this is the image that I have in my mind, and please don't think that I've lost my mind when I share it with you, okay? They're all backstage toasting a glass of champagne together. 
Zelensky, Putin, Biden, Trump, et al., Obama's there. They're all there. Wow, that was really good. <laughs> good job. Good show. I told you not to think I've lost my mind when I share. That's exactly what's happening. They're all in on all this. It's been planned for many, many decades. She goes on, the Europeans have committed to that as well. And the question is, will that new system of digital money and digital accounting accommodate the competing needs of the citizens of all these locations so that every human being has a chance to have a better life? Because that's the only measure of whether a world order really serves. So you know what this means, right? Well, you have it in your Bible in Revelation chapter 13. This blockchain technology is exactly the technology that we're told in the Bible will be present during the seven-year tribulation. This blockchain technology is so precise that every transaction, every human being can be tracked, verified, and authenticated using this technology. It is so powerful. And that technology exists today. Today. If you go, again, I'll say this, if you go 10 years out, the technology as fast as technology is advancing. If you think about how technology has advanced heretofore to the present day, and you fast forward that 10 years from today, you exceed the technology that we have recorded in the Bible. That should give us all pause in terms of how close we are. So it's just a matter of time now. This is that calm before the economic storm that is coming upon the whole world. Every human being will be tracked using this technology. And that's exactly what Revelation 13 says. You will not be able to buy or sell. Everything's digital, cashless. They've had it in place for a long time. And they've already kind of programmed us and conditioned us and readied us for this. And she uses the words on the brink. I like the word cusp better than brink. Just sounds better cooler, cusp. We're on the cusp. That storm's going to hit. It's just a matter of time. This brings us to the calm before the storm geopolitically, and the prophetic implications of the major developments internationally. Of course, we have the ongoing enigma, as I'll refer to it, of what's happening in Ukraine, which is very strange. The only thing to me, if I could be so candid, that makes any sense at all, is that old adage, follow the money. Then I, you start kind of, okay, I, I think I see what's really going on here. So you know the Ukrainian flag, right? It's gold and blue. You know why? The gold is the wheat, the blue is the sky. Ukraine is known as the breadbasket of Europe, the grain, the food supply. 
not to mention the energy. This is a key and strategic location. And by the way, I want to come back to this, maybe just hang on to this for a moment. But have you noticed that if you dare say anything that even smacks of being (gasps) pro-Putin, you're censored. You're ostracized, you're criticized, you're demonized, you're all the eyes. <laughs> Penalized. Oh, you don't think that's happening? The campaign now is all about Ukraine now. Don't dare go against the narrative, because that's the narrative. Hmm. Follow the money. It's all about the money and even more specific than Ukraine being the breadbasket of Europe, it also has to do with the petrodollar. You know what I'm referring to when I say petrodollar? It's the U.S. dollar that is used as the exchange payment for oil and natural gas. Well, what's interesting is Putin is now refusing, as payment, for any natural gas and oil, the U.S. dollar, in favor of the Russian ruble. According to Al Jazeera, Putin announced a gas currency switch for unfriendly countries. Here's a quote. The Russian ruble briefly leapt to a three-week high past 95 against the U.S. dollar on Wednesday in Moscow before settling close to 100 after President Vladimir Putin said Russia would start selling its gas to unfriendly countries in rubles. The potential ramifications of that move, which Putin ordered his government to sort out in one week, could boost the Russian currency, already has, with a host of European countries still dependent on Moscow for much of their energy supplies. I've heard some pretty staggering numbers. It's up there. At the very least, 30%. 30%. You think about that. Hang on to that again. I want to come back to that in a moment. Add to this what the Times of Israel is calling a political earthquake on Wednesday, with the coalition whip Edith Silman's sudden resignation, which is now unsettling Naftali Bennett's coalition, (laughs) leaving many to speculate that Netanyahu's Likud party could, if you can imagine, regain power in what would be yet another election in Israel. So much so, Netanyahu held a rally immediately after the breaking news. I-24 News reported on this with the headline, Netanyahu tells weak government to go home at rally. Hmm. Weak government? Hmm. Rally? Hmm. Where's that glass of champagne? I'm not recommending champagne. This sounds very interesting to me, like it's all scripted. It's all part of the plan. 
weak government, rally. I'm not going to say anything more on that. I'm going to leave that right there. With the calm before the storm environmentally, economically, and geopolitically, we have the calm before the storm technologically. Now, it's important to understand that these four, just these four, there are others, are interconnected with each other, in concert with each other, which is what I want to talk about for the remainder of our time. Now, I am keenly aware that I run the risk of an oversimplification when I say this, but everything is converging and forming what's oftentimes referred to as the perfect storm. Stay with me. You've got everything environmentally, climate change, Agenda 2030. You got everything that's happening economically, digital blockchain technology, global currency, all digital. You have everything that is happening geopolitically. By the way, today, as we speak, right now, uh, France, the elections, you hear about this? Macron and Le Pen, very interesting, a little unsettling for the French. Just today, I this morning when I got up, I uh, heard the breaking news that for the first time in Pakistan's history, the prime minister was removed from office. First time, never happened before. That's very interesting. There's this calm before this geopolitical storm that is converging with the calm before the environmental storm that's about to hit, the economic storm that is about to hit. You got the geopolitical storm, and now all we need is a technological storm. These, I'm going to call it injections because they're not vaccines. I truly believe with all my heart are the final straw, you'll forgive the metaphor, that that breaks the camel's back. I know Arabs should probably not use camel illustrations, but I'm going to use it anyway. This is the one, I like how one economist who's an online member, uh, I'm going to mention it here in a moment, he he likened it, I think this is a perfect uh, illustration, you have this COVID, let's call it balloon. Uh, I mean, you have this, this hyperinflation balloon, which is, by the way, Revelation chapter 6. We've talked about that at length, in depth, hyperinflation, which, by the way, make no mistake about it, this is why they're kind of opening things back up. They want us back out driving cars and filling them up with gas that costs $9 a gallon they want us going to the store. That's fine. You can go ahead. Go in, go into the store. And if you can find anything on the shelves, you're going to pay five times the price for it. It's all planned. Because again, it's a controlled demolition of the current economy to usher in this global digital economy right on time, exactly as we're told in God's Word it would happen. 
So he uses this, this pin that pops the bubble. COVID's the pin. Because right now there's this huge bubble. It's being inflated, hyperinflated, and it's just a matter of time before you pop it. And this is what pops it. <laughs> You'll forgive the example, but the end of the needle <laughs> on that injection, that's going to be the very thing that pops the whole thing. And here's how I get there. One's ability to buy and sell will be predicated upon one's compliance and not defiance. So again, bear with me. Everything will now be determined by environmentally your carbon footprint. That'll lower your social credit score because of your environmental defiance and non-compliance. Let's talk about the injection. Oh, you haven't had your 321st booster shot? Well, there goes your score. You go into the store, there goes your score, because you're not in compliance. And it's across the board in every arena. Oh, you, uh, I, I see here you posted something on social media that goes against the narrative. There goes your score. And oh, by the way, we're tracking everything, so we know everything because of this technology. So every transaction, everything you do, <laughs> we know it. And we've been watching you. <laughs> And um, you can't buy. You can't sell, because you're not in compliance. For those who are interested, we did an update on December 6th of 2020 titled, The Great Setup, which leads to the World Economic Forum's Great Reset which is by 2030, a reset of the whole world so that you will own nothing and be happy. Because they're going to control everything. It's, and it's already happening, exactly as, again, we're told it would. On April 4th of 2021, we did an update and looked in-depth into what's known as this social credit score system in an update titled, Coming to a Head. I hope you don't tire of me saying this, but the technology's already in place. That's not the question. The question is not, well, do we have that technology in place now to track ev not just every human, everything. It was the internet of things, now it's the internet of bodies. Everyone is going to be connected to this technology, and that technology is already in existence. And one need look no further than to, of all places, China, to see it operational and functional, even now as we speak. Dare I say, 
that the aforementioned calm before the storm is an indication of just how close we are to the seven-year tribulation. If everything's already in place, and we're on the brink slash cusp, and this is the calm before the storm, wouldn't it stand to reason that we're that close? And oh, by the way, my Bible says it's sudden destruction. And the thing about sudden destruction, as you know, is that it's sudden destruction. <laughs> that sudden comes suddenly. Thankfully, Jesus will take those who are born again of the Spirit of God out of this world prior to the horrific seven-year tribulation that is coming suddenly. However, those who were not will be left behind and go through what Jesus said would be the likes of which man has never seen. The tribulation that is coming upon the whole world. It's for this reason, and please, I please hear me when I say this. I would implore you to make the most important decision of your life for eternal life while there's still time. Well, Pastor, you say that every week. I know. And I'm going to continue to say it every week. There is coming a time when I will not say it, <laughs> because I won't be here to say it. And I'm hoping you'll not be here for me to say it either. That's how quickly it's coming. What's happening right now is just the calm before this storm that's coming suddenly. Please, I, this is another thing I was praying about in anticipation of today's update. I know that every week we end with the gospel and the ABCs of salvation. And my prayer was that today, this week, it would not just be rote or a formality or here we go again or I'm already saved. I really would like for you to give me your undivided attention, because I want to explain very simply the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. And the reason I'm saying that that way is because this is the only way we're getting out of this. You've probably noticed, those of you that have been coming for any length or period of time, that conspicuously absent from these prophecy updates is any mention of, we need to rise up, we need to fight back. Do you want to know why? Because that would be akin to rearranging the deck furniture on the Titanic. It's going down. It's going down. We're so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn 
about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.